I am your podcaster Sally and and in today's podcast in the show the small show did you believe we shall be talking about space again oh yes but last time I spoke about the problems that that you might be having today I shall be talking about 10 reasons why and probably which is a high probably aliens would not look like us like I have grew up I've grew up watching attack from Mars um, ET uh, not Rugrats uh, like I grew up watching oh yeah Superman series the original animated Superman series, the original one. I grew up also watching a lot of movies that are, oh yeah, Predator and Alien, Predator, Alien 1, 2, and 3, like, sorry, I'm just drinking coffee, like, I grew up watching these kind of things, and I've been always fascinated, like, hmm, I know in Islam, has said that he has created only us but he has created other people or other things such as jinn ins which is sort of like demon and creatures mythological creatures here on earth and he has created also other worlds outside of earth now that is something that is said now Considering the size of our universe and the odds of extraterrestrial life existing somewhere is, well, let's say it's 40-60%. But of course, some scientists even think and presume that we will be finding them in like, I don't know, in like 31 years, which is by 2040. Now, of course, this is something I don't know. Like I say, I don't know as God knows and his prophets knows. So, that being said, I mean, I would love to. I think it would be so awesome. But, anyway. But, here's the thing. Here's the thing that has crossed my mind very much. How and what would an intelligent alien life form would look like? actually actually look like now the popular deception of aliens would have us believe that they are short gray humanoid with large heads uh, on which on what I can see I don't think so but overall this is what we have been up. this is what I grew up with at least myself with this type of conception and they don't look so much, they look like dwarves. For me, they look like dwarves and goblins. Well, not goblins, they, they look like dwarves and hobbits. Like, the hobbit that, that is like in The Lord of the Rings, like, hey, precious. <laughs> anyway, let's just begin with this, with fact number 10. Their planet has different gravity. Now, let's, let's talk about this. 
gravity is probably the key factor that influences the development the biological body growth development in any type of form whether it's land animals sea animals humans creatures living and we are probably the only planet that has its own unique gravity that doesn't squish us but that doesn't make us float so that being said now of course this thing is also something pretty awful because it can actually make you shorter it can make you taller now of course none of that also let's say for example I don't know let's say for example we were able to um, regulate Mars's um, gravity channel for example this is just a hypothesis so don't get me wrong like if you have seen like in the University of Mars in Futurama there is a way where where um, the planet has been uh, humanized or earthalized if I should say now of course that being said it has not to be just the gravity but it's also the air the atmosphere it's a lot of things unlike also like in the manga Cowboy Bebop in Mars they had to wear masks like special masks that had oxygen or at least a regulator of the air now this type of things the gravity is probably one of the strongest factors of changing someone's body changing someone's taste just, just take an example someone who is in the air someone who is like in a plane their taste buds get jammed up their blood circulation they get jammed up their blood sugar if they are diabetic like my mom they can get jammed up uh, blood pressure a lot of things so now of course there is no way for us to predict the adaptation for people to know about this type of lifelike form or these life forms so yeah now let's go with fact number nine their planet has different atmospheres now of course like I said like gravity there's also atmosphere now atmosphere it's also the density of air in that planet now that being said uh, it can be so dangerous to have um, a different atmosphere somewhere else it can eat you up it can eat up your skin it can pull out the hydration and the blood that you have if you were like let's say for example you lived on Mars but you didn't have anything you're literally able to get sucked out Hmm. now there's also another example that is actually For example, arthropods that lived during the Earth's Carboniferous period some 300 million years ago were significantly larger than their modern counterparts thanks to the higher atmospheric oxygen content, up to 35%, versus today's, which is 21. 
specimens from the, this time period include the giant dragonfly Mega Nuera with a wingspan up to 75 centimeters, which is 30 inches, and the giant scorpion Plumonoscropius, which was 70 centimeters, 28 inches long. So that being said, uh, when there is a lot of atmosphere, it can literally make you a giant or the tiniest person that you can get. <laughs> now, of course, there are some people, there are not some people, there are some creatures that don't even need oxygen. Like if you remember, like in, I think it was the movie of Superman Returns, if I still remember, the Kryptonians, which is the people of, of Superman, they were not able to digest oxygen just like us. So, that being said. Now, of course, we cannot know that. Because, well, first of all, we don't know them. We don't even know if they are there. Even if they are, I mean, if they just looked at us, we're dumb as fuck. <laughs> no offense. No offense. There are some bright people. I'm not gonna lie. There are some bomb-ass bright, smart-ass people. But not all of us are. They are probably... I don't know. They're probably very smart creatures that God has created for some God reasons. I don't know. So, that being said. Now, of course, this factor, just like the gravity one, would also affect greatly not even greatly like would affect so so much the appearance that they would probably look nothing like they would probably look like a blob and god knows what they would probably even need i don't know they would probably even need i don't know another vessel to carry them around i don't know like a bottle a bottle of water i don't know <laughs> i'm just kidding Let's go with fact number eight. They are best. They are based on a different element. Virtually, all life on Earth has three biochemical requirements. It is carbon-based, requires water, and has DNA in order to pass genetic information to its offspring. But it would be very Earth-centric to us to assume that life everywhere in the universe follows the same three rules. No. This idea is actually false because it could be based on completely different principles. So, let's say for example, the first requirement it's carbon. On Earth, all living things are made up of a large amount of carbon. There are a couple reasons for this. Carbon is great at bonding the other atoms and it is relatively stable and it is available in large quantities and it can form complex biological molecules required by organisms. However, it is entirely possible that the other element can take its place, the most popular alternative being silicon. Scientists during the Stephen Hawking and Carl Sagan, including, whoops, including Stephen Hawking and Carl Sagan, have discussed this possibility, hmm. with Sagan even coning the term carbon chauvinism to describe our preconception 
that carbon must be the basis of life everywhere. If it does exist, silicon-based life would look nothing like we would have on Earth. One, because silicon requires much higher temperature in order to reach highly reactive state. <clears throat> now, that is something that I would probably presume that would work in planets that are much closer to the sun. Like Venus, like even Mars is a little bit is a little bit closer than us at some point. Um, like Mercury, I mean Mercury. There's no atmosphere because it's literally fried off next to next to the sun. Um, if there were another planet that is close to its sun, that would be probably possible. Possible, but to a point where there is a life probably plants probably animals but not humans i don't know or at least lifelike not lifelike um human-like creatures with their own language their own civilization their own language uh, their own language i said it twice their own body form their own life their own lifestyle so that is something i really don't know now with fact number seven for us our second element is water. Now, these aliens might not or even don't need water, unlike us. As mentioned above, water is another universal requirement for all life on Earth. Water is necessary because it exists in a liquid form across a large temperature range, and it's an effective solvent, acts as a transport mechanism and enables chemical reactions to take place, but that does not mean that other liquids cannot take its place elsewhere in the universe. Most popular substitute for water as the basis of life is liquid ammonia, as it shares many water qualities such as a high specific heat, the amount of heat required to raise its temperature. Another popular alternative is liquid methane. A number of scientists' papers using data from NASA's Cassini spacecraft suggest that the methane-based life could even exist in our own in our own lunar system. Oh my god, in our own solar system on Saturn's moon Titan. Aside from the fact that ammonia and methane are completely different compounds from water, they're also found in liquid form at the much colder temperatures. Given this, life based on non-water solvents would look like different. Now, uh, <coughs> methane, liquid methane and liquid ammonia are also very burning to us. So if a person has a higher endurance or a higher, or should I say even, a dependency on it as a water substitute, whether you're human or not, and I'm saying this very clearly, it is very dangerous to use, especially here on Earth, if they were here on Earth, let's say, I don't know, an official visit, let's say, I don't know, an invasion or something, because both of them are flammable, <laughs> first of all, and they dissolve, they dissolve and actually bust up, especially with the heat especially with the air, especially with our atmosphere working. Now, I am talking about our atmosphere. I'm not talking about somewhere else. So, yeah. 
Now it's fact number six. They have an alternative for DNA. Now, DNA. Oh boy, oh boy. As humans, we do have a DNA, which is literally molecules and it's, let's say for example, it's like a train to transport and store genetic information for the longest time that we believed that only DNA was capable of doing this. Now, it turns out that there is an alternative here as well, and not just one, two. So, scientists have created a synthetic alternative to DNA called XNA, xenonucleotic acid. Just like DNA, XNA is able to store and pass on genetic information and undergo evolution. In addition to having an alternative other form of DNA, alien life could actually produce, would also produce, and use different proteins. All life on Earth uses a combination of only 22 amino acids to produce proteins, and there are hundreds of naturally occurring amino acids in addition to those that we can create in the lab. As such, an alien life could not only have its own version of DNA, but also different amino acids that to produce different proteins. Such fundamental differences in the molecular level that could result in a life that is unlike anything on our planet. Now, like I've been saying it for the last, I don't know, let's say for the last six facts, they can literally be anything they want. Now, that being said, it's pretty weird because as long as I haven't seen them with my own eyes I can't exactly say anything I mean as nerdy and as geeky as I can get and as sciencey as I can get as well I cannot know I cannot um, it's not I cannot know I cannot presume they would look like this or that unless I see them with my own eyes because taking everything in consideration from their um say for example from their from their different DNAs from their different atmosphere from their different gravity sensor or even gravity their different air water and taking that in consideration they would probably not even be looking like humans or even like something on two feet or on four feet. It can probably be on their back or on their butt. And God knows what. That is something that only God knows, I guess. Now, with fact number five, they evolved in a different habitat. Now, while planetary environment can be constant and uniform, it can also vary greatly across the planet's surface. This, in turn, can result in a number of different habitats that have specific characteristics such variation would create selective pressures and cause life to to evolve in a large variety of ways consider that on earth we have five we have five such divisions oh my head i'm tired sorry such five divisions the tundra graceland desert and aquatic and also forest biomes each of these is a home to organisms that have adapted to that specific environment and look very different from the organisms in other biomes 
creatures of the deep sea creatures of the deep sea for example have several adaptations that allow them to survive in their cold lightness and high pressure environment along with the general adaptation in living in water not only do these organisms look nothing like humans they would also be unable to survive in our terrestrial environment in that sense and in that sense life would not only be drastically different from earth's from earth's because of the general planetary characteristics but also due to the environmental variety on the planet itself even here on earth but even here let's say for example just in one country let's say for example someone is living in the north in the cold and someone is living in the south none of them is gonna like adapt and it's gonna be taking like a long time like at least at least at least three months let's say for example just for the body to adapt so that being said even here on earth some of the most intelligent organisms dolphin and octopi don't live in the same habitat as us oh oh i'm finally to the last four they are which with fact number four they are older than us <laughs> that is true given this stereotypical aliens are races that are more technologically advanced than us it's a pretty safe bet that have been around for longer than humanity this is even probable when you consider that life likely did not develop at the same time and pace across the whole universe even a difference of 100,000 years is nothing compared to a billion year oh boy that means that aliens alien civilizations could not have only had one time one more time had more oh, what the heck had more time to evolve but also had more time to practice participant evolution a process where they use technology to redesign their bodies to suit their needs rather than wait for evolution to take its natural course they could for example adapt themselves to space exploration by prolonging the lifespan they i don't know or probably independently and removing other biological limitations like need to breathe and eat by such bioengineering would certainly result in a very peculiar body form and may even lead to aliens replacing their bodies with artificial parts which reminds me of i don't know why it reminds me of the guardian of galaxy in the scene there's a scene of someone who has half of their body in body parts i don't know why anyway in this concept that may sound crazy it's actually very logical and consider that we are also we already are actually moving toward the participant evolution ourselves one prominent example is that we are on the verge of creating designer babies human embryos that are genetically modified to achieve certain traits and skills such as intelligence and height that is actually true and one famous couple have done it which is Kristen Teigen and John Legend hey at least uh, i mean i don't know i mean they say here in islam we say al-ahmaru biyadillah which literally means age is within the hands of god but but with 
everything that we have as as evolution, especially medical evolution. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, fact number three. They live on a rogue planet. Wait, what? The sun is absolutely crucial for life on Earth. Now, of course, that is something very true. Without it, plants would have no way to photosynthesize, and in turn, the entire food chain would collapse. Most life would go instant within weeks, and we are not even mentioning the simple fact that without the sun's heat, Earth would be covered in ice. Thankfully, the sun is not going anywhere anytime soon. Hopefully. Inshallah. <laughs> However, there are estimated 200 billion rogue planets like on, in on Milky Way alone. These planets did not orbit a star. <laughs> Sorry. And float on their own through the dark void of space. Meh. Could such planets have life? Now, scientists theorize that under center certain conditions it is possible i mean unless you want to live in middle earth like literally the big question is that what their source of energy would be like the most likely alternative on the life-giving warmth of a star is the planet's own internal engine on earth this internal heat is responsible for plate tectonic and volcanic activity while this probably wouldn't be enough for a complex life to develop, there are further factors to consider. One mechanism proposed by planetary scientist David Stevenson is that a rogue planet with very thick atmosphere could trap heat its heat independently, allowing the planet to maintain liquid oceans. And on this kind of planet, life could evolve to a very advanced level, similar to our ocean life perhaps even make the transition to land. Now it's fact number two. Finally on the last two and my phone is dying on the battery. <laughs> they may be no biological, non-biological, which is something that reminds me of the predator. Not, I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's the predator itself. Anyway. Uh, other possibilities to consider that alien may exist in an entirely different form. They could be similar to robots creating by replacing their biological bodies. Why does it remind me this of Alita, the battle angel, and also Ghost in the Shell? What the heck? Okay, I'm such a geek. <sighs> by replacing their biological body with artificial parts or created by another species, said Shothak, director and senior astronomer of the research, for extraterrestrial intelligence, SETI Institute even believe that such artificial life is inevitable. In our own biological form, are merely a transitionary phase. Ooh. Even we are on the verge of developing artificial intelligence and advanced robotics. Who's to say that humanity won't transition to into ageless, durable robot bodies? Such a transition could also be violent. Prominent figures such as Stephen Hawking, Elon Musk, warned that AI could simply rise up and take our place. And we're only scratching the surface by thinking about robots. What about energy beings? At the very least, energy aliens make practical sense, such a life form 
would have none of the limitations of a physical body and could even be theoretical upgrade to an aforementioned robotic life. An energy being would certainly look nothing like a human, first of all, because it doesn't even have a physical form or shape to speak of. Like I said, they would probably look like a blobfish <laughs> when you take it out of water. So, anyway, now for the fact number one and the last one before I before I literally run to my bedroom to charge my phone, which is random chance. Even after accounting of all the different factors listed above, the power of random chance cannot be understand understated. Huh. As far as we know, or at least as far as I know, there is nothing to suggest that a highly intelligent life must be developed, a humanoid body form. But what if the dinosaurs were never wiped out? Would one of them have developed human-like intelligence? Mm, maybe. That is something maybe. Probably, probably have developed a dog-like. At least for my extent. What if a completely different animal evolved into the most intelligent life form on Earth instead of us? Maybe. That would probably be weird, but yeah, maybe. I mean, Earth would probably look like Utopia. <laughs> to be fair, we would probably have to limit the pool of potential candidates to the most advanced animal groups, which is birds and mammals. But this still leaves a myriad of possible species that could have developed levels of intelligence compared to humans, comparable to humans, such as dolphins and crows are quite smart in their own right and could have very well take our place as the rules of Earth. The bottom line is, life can evolve into an endless number of ways, so may the odds of it producing an intelligent beings that are similar to us elsewhere in the universe are astronomically low. Now, <sighs> now in my commentary, my own commentary in this is that not serious. I prefer not to see this day. I, as much as I want to know them, as much as I want to meet like true alien and all that, and it would be so cool. But thinking about all the violence that might happen, all the problems that he might have, that it might have, instead of me here on Earth, or me having in there, uh, all the time, all the, like, a lot of things will happen on Earth before that would happen, before that would arrive. Um, also, Earth is not really that much equipped, especially with the climate change that is happening. I I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I just hope one thing. I just hope that the Earth, as long as I am living in it, as long as uh, there's this, I just hope that a lot of things, a lot of people would understand that we need to change our Earth for us. But if you want this, if you want this to happen, other than just other than just being um, other than just being awesome we need to understand that we 
have to understand and we have to protect our planet before thinking about exploring others because if we are going to explore other planets and yet we are screwing our own what are we going to leave behind i mean do you want planet earth to i don't know to disappear suck its own self just because we have drained it yeah i don't know at least for me anyway i thank you so so much for listening i hope that you stay tuned for the next one which is probably going to be in probably an hour or something because i'm not going to be posting for tomorrow or after tomorrow so that being said thank you so so much for listening i am your podcaster Celian, of course and you were with the small introvert then thank you so so much and i'll see you on the next one peace